This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Do you have teen girls in your life? Maybe as a girl's minister, mom, or Sunday school teacher. We have just the event for you. Join Lifeway Girls for Girls Weekend, a brand new conference style, all-inclusive weekend designed for middle school and high school girls. Together with the teen girl in your life, join us February 18th through 20th, 2022, just outside of Birmingham, Alabama, or join us via simulcast. Learn more at lifeway.com forward slash girls weekend. That's lifeway.com forward slash girls WKND or simply visit the link in our show notes. Hello and welcome to the Mark Podcast. I am Elizabeth Hyman and I'm here with my co-host Kelly King. Hey Kelly. Hey Elizabeth. Well, today we're going to talk about a subject that you may not feel like you're super qualified to talk about, but I definitely everyone is going to learn something from Jeannie Kenyon today because we're going to talk about parenting. Yes, and yeah. it's so fun. And and I know Jeannie, I helped um, work on her first Bible study, Mom Set Free, even though Which, I am not a mom. <laughs> but Elizabeth, the joke in, in the Lifeway Women area is that Elizabeth knows more about marriage and parenting than most people because she <laughs> has edited so many parenting and marriage Bible studies. So That's awesome. It's yes. definitely, you know, you become an expert without even the experience. Right. What is it that mm-hmm. God doesn't call uh, call the equipped? He equips the called. So that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. But <laughs> hey, Jeannie, welcome hey. to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And I remember it's like yesterday that we were working on Mom Set Free together, Elizabeth. That was, yeah, that was awesome. That was so fun. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it, Jeannie, but I had like the whole Bible study outlined on a whiteboard in my office. And so people would come by and I had all these post-it notes and everything. And people would come by and be like, what is this? And I'm like, this is Mom Set Free. It's going to be so great. Um, so, <laughs> I think I remember seeing a picture of that. Yes. I think, yeah. I think Michelle, every night she was like, did you take a picture of your whiteboard? Because if something happens and somebody comes in and erases it we're going to need this information that so, would yeah. take a photo every night before I left but yeah it was a I enjoyed working on that study it was so fun so Jeannie tell us we we like to have our guests introduce themselves so tell us about yourself and your family and your ministry I'd be happy to I never know where to start with that question like what do I what do I say <laughs> where first? do you I live guess, tell us tell what us I would that say first. <laughs> okay I'll start there I would say um you know I was raised in South Florida as a preacher's kid and um, we live in Connecticut now, um, but raised in the South. And uh, my husband and I um, have five boys uh, who range from five to 25. Um, so it's crazy because uh, we started kindergarten all over again this year, yes, which was yeah. so surreal. <laughs> um, like walking it back up to the kindergarten door. Um, and then we have a one son who is in seventh grade. We have a freshman in high school, a junior in high school, and then our son, Andre, who joined our family from Haiti. Um, he is in college. He actually just started this year at Lipscomb University in Nashville. Oh, fun. Um, I know. He's so happy. Um, it was such a great school for him. He was so excited to go, and he's pursuing a degree in um, 
ministry, his, um, you know, his dream and the desire that God put on his heart is to be a pastor. So he's in Nashville. We miss him like crazy. But I did say to him, thank you for choosing a college in my favorite city to visit. So, there you go. <laughs> it's like one more reason to come to Nashville. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we have five boys. I, um, my training is actually uh, in social work and adoption work. Um, I, at a, at a young age, became aware of the beautiful gift of adoption. And uh, knew for many years that that's uh, really the calling that the Lord had put on my life. And so I got a master's in social work and did adoption work, counseling uh, couples who were preparing for the adoption process, counseling women who were considering adoption for their unborn child, um, even did some foster care work. So I did that for many years. And honestly, I thought that's what I would do forever. Um, and it was around 2013 when the Lord began to bother me in the best kind of way about writing writing what he was teaching me through my Bible studies, writing what he was teaching me in my journaling about his grace that was being revealed to me in a new way through motherhood. Mm. Um, at the time, I had three boys under five, and the wheels weren't just coming off. They had actually come off. Like, the, the yeah, wheels right. were off. And I was just stunned by... Um, how hard motherhood was, how deeply I loved him. One of the things I said to Mom Set Free is it not motherhood not only enlarges our hearts, but it exposes our weaknesses mm-hmm. and really just revealed to me an, a new depth of God's grace. Um, and so, you know, I would just say <laughs> if there's anything I would want people to know, it's that I am just unbelievably grateful for the grace of God uh, because I know how much I need it. Um, and so, yeah, so I never envisioned becoming a writer. And of course, now I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, so I've written several books. Uh, this will be my second Bible study with Lifeway. I'm so excited about it. I'm so grateful to be partnering with you guys again to write Never Alone or to publish Never Alone. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, okay, so you mentioned all the boys and all the ages. And with the youngest going into kindergarten, sometimes that's kind of a new season of life because now you don't have one that's, you know, preschool, you know, in diapers, all those things that are happen when they're babies. So kind of what are you seeing in this season that you're just really enjoying? Oh, I'm enjoying those seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm enjoying that time, but honestly, my favorite time of day is picking him up. I just picked him up uh, because I got out early today and I just love pulling up and he runs out to the car and his big smile. Um, But this season of parenting, I'm really enjoying just being able to watch them do the things that they love again, you Mm -hmm. know, because so much of that was removed during COVID, right. um, our boys our boys who really love to play sports. They play football, they play basketball, uh, they play golf. And so it's just really great to see them being able to use their bodies and, and exercise and compete and do the things that God has gifted them to do. I'm just really, really enjoying watching them play, play in their sports again, because I see how much joy it brings them and how good it is for them to be back out on the field and and having that physical activity because they are so physical. (laughs) And there's lots of smelly laundry probably too. Lots of smelly laundry. Yes. Yes. Lots of laundry. Well, you mentioned your new Bible study, Never Alone. And so we want you to tell us about that. What what is Never Alone about? Yeah, Never Alone is about parenting in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, And of all the Bible studies... Literally, of all the Bible studies I thought I would write next, this is not it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I never imagined writing a Bible study on who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit does and how we can become more spirit empowered moms. I did mm-hmm. not see this coming. Um, even though I was raised as a preacher's kid and um, put my trust in Jesus at eight years old, uh, I just, I never imagined studying the person of the Holy Spirit. And yet it has been the most beautiful couple of years, um, just digging into scripture and reading books by, you know, teachers and theologians that I respect, um, just really actually discovering how much I have missed out on enjoying the presence of the Holy Spirit and really neglected the benefits of being filled by him in many ways. Um, And so I'm just really excited to share this Bible study with moms so that we can really discover uh, what it, what it means to know that God's personal presence is inside of us, giving us everything we need to live a godly life, to be the moms we long to be, and to make the gospel beautiful and central in our homes. Um, you know, we joked when we were choosing the title of this study that, you know, the title is is so assuring, right? It's like, I'm never alone. Like, I need to remember that every day, right? That I am, I am not in this alone, whether I have a spouse or not. If you're, you know, if you're single parenting or if you have a partner, you know, parenting with you, um, the truth is, is that you're never alone because you have the Holy Spirit in you if you've put your trust in Jesus. And so to know that we have him with us, for us, championing us in the work of motherhood is incredible. But the flip side, which is so funny, is that, you know, as mamas, oftentimes we'll be like, I just want to be alone. You know, know, the joke is that we'll stay in the car after, you know, the grocery store or we'll hide in the closet or the bathroom because it's like, I just want five minutes alone. Um, I just need to breathe. And so the title cracks me up because it's like, nope, you're never alone. You'll never be alone. There's always people around. It has several Um, meanings. (laughs) It has several meanings. You really are never alone. And sometimes that might feel like a good thing. And sometimes that might not feel like a good thing. Um, But the presence of the Holy Spirit is always a good thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about this study. And and I really love how it, um, again, I couldn't have planned this on my best day. God is so creative and so kind um, because it's really, it's a it's a wonderful follow-up to Mom Set Free, and they're by no means connected. You don't have to study Mom Set Free in order to, to do Never Alone. They are completely mm-hmm. independent. And yet, you know, the purpose, as you know well, Elizabeth, of Mom Set Free was really to help us as moms know our freedom in Christ, our freedom from the yeah. pressure and our freedom mm-hmm. from the lies that we, it's all on us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what God so kindly revealed to me after mom set free, and I'll tell you a story, it's so fascinating how he did it, was that, you know, yes, Jesus sets us free, but it's the Holy Spirit who helps us live out that freedom. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit who helps us live free and parent free. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to walk in the freedom that Christ purchased and secured for us. And so what happens is so many of us go, okay, I'm, I'm free in Christ. I know my freedom in Christ. I'm free to love him and serve him. And I'm free from sin and shame and slavery to, to my flesh. But then we try to live out that freedom in our own strength and in our own power. Um, and so one of the things that happened was I was actually doing, um, I was speaking to a mom's group 
and about Mom Set Free. And at the end, we did a question and answer. And one of the moms said to me, Jeannie, several times you've mentioned like, you know, uh, it's the Holy Spirit's job to do certain things in our kids' lives. And that's where we know our freedom comes from, right? Like we can, for example, we can train our children in the righteousness of Christ, but the Holy Spirit is the one who transforms their hearts, right? So we're free from that transformation pressure. So she said, you've talked about the Holy Spirit a lot, but she goes, honestly, like, how do I parent in the power of the Holy Spirit? Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Like, I know I'm supposed to do that, but what does that mean? And it was like an aha moment for me because I was kind of like, hmm, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, and I had an answer, but it it wasn't, it wasn't sufficient for me. And so that, that question just continued to stir in my spirit. What does it mean? Do I really know how to parent in the power of the Holy Spirit or have I settled for parenting in my own power? Mm. Um, and I was very convicted about that and convicted in a loving way, in a good way by the Holy Spirit who was saying, there's so much more to me, Jeannie. There's so much more to me that I want to reveal to you. I want to show you who I am. I want to show you why the Father sent me, what he sent me to do in you and for you and through you. Um, and that's really where the journey began for me. We'll talk about this in a minute, but you know, the study is for moms and it's about parenting, but that can be applied to anything in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many times. And I think um, Jen Schmidt talked about this on her episode of the Mark podcast about, and she had a great quote that I cannot remember right now, um, but a professor told her about just how it is a, it's a disservice almost to our lives if we are capable of doing what God has called us to do because we don't rely on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I completely butchered that. You'll, you can go back and listen to her episode to like hear the, the actual quote, but it was um, such a good uh, message because I think a lot of times we do look at whatever task it may be, parenting for sure, um, marriage, a job, a a ministry calling that we have and we're just thinking, I can't do this. Um, And, or we think I got this, I can do this, but we miss out on so much if we try to do it alone without uh, the Holy Spirit's help. And, and that's what he has for us, like such a fullness. Um, Like you said, just, it's so much better if we rely on him for, for that. Mm -hmm. I was thinking too, like I've been reading some books on spiritual formation and last week I actually was reading about what the Holy Spirit does in our spiritual formation. And I don't think I'd really spent time, but what you're saying, Janie, is kind of like, you know, as you allow the Holy Spirit to help you parent, like that is forming your spiritual, your your spirituality and the way that you live. Um, So I think that's a great challenge for all of us. Like, you know, like you said, Elizabeth, it's not just for moms. For yeah. sure. Right. So, Janie, okay, so we, even though we, we've already just said it could be for anybody, but we know this is really meant for parents and moms. Who would you say, like your audience, when you were writing this, were you thinking of the mom who has younger children, moms of any age? You know, give us a kind of a picture of what you were thinking when you were writing it. Yeah, this is absolutely for any mom in any season. Genuinely, because there is not a human, nonetheless, a mom alive who does not need the help of the Holy Spirit, right? I mean, he is the helper, the ultimate helper. He is right. holy help. And and Elizabeth, to your point earlier, you know, what a disservice to our lives and to our parenting if we try to go this alone and we, and we don't get to experience what is 
only possible through the power of the Holy Spirit. We just settle for so much less, right? And so, you know, for the mom who is raising toddlers and and she needs the Holy Spirit to help her persevere when the endless tasks of raising toddlers overwhelms her, right? Or or she needs the Holy Spirit to remind her of the significance of the unseen sacrifice of her, you know, daily deeds. Uh, it's for the mom who is raising tweens and teens and and needs the Holy Spirit to give her wisdom, to put truth on her tongue, to speak over her, her teenagers' lives and all the complexities and more complicated things that kind of enter into parenting when your kids get into that, you know, into that season. You know, this study is for the mom who's either praying for her prodigal son or daughter to come home, or mm-hmm. it's for the mom who's now in that season where she's seeing the fruit of her of her um, planting and and the Holy Spirit is producing fruit in her kids' lives. And now she gets to really enjoy that friendship and that relationship, um, but still wants the Holy Spirit to guide her because it's a new season, right? So you're no longer really guiding your children, but you're coming alongside them as they get older. So there's really not a mom who wouldn't benefit from just knowing more about what the Holy Spirit was given to her to do. Um, You know, like you said earlier, it's really, this is for moms specifically, but at the end of the day, what we live in is what we parent out, right? Mm, And so it's essential for us to know these things as women of daughters of God, um, because we can't live in one truth and parent from another. So mm-hmm. we need to know, and we can't, and we can't power. This is what God really convicted me about. I can't power a parent in the power of the Holy Spirit without knowing the person of the Holy Spirit, right? Because He's yeah. not, He's not a power that we wield, right? right? He's not even it. Like it's not like God's like, here's it's this power, go use it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's no, it's I have given you the person of the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. And he manifests his power in your life. He strengthens you. He produces fruit in you. He he um he gives you spiritual gifts. And so if we're trying to parent in the power of the Holy Spirit and yet we don't know really who the Holy Spirit is. Um, that's going to be incredibly difficult, if not impossible, because again, he's not just a power that we wield. And we see that so beautifully. And, you know, in Acts where Simon tries to basically buy the power from the disciples, he wants to purchase it. He's like, what's this power? How much do I need to pay? I'm like, no, 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 this isn't a power that you buy. You know, this is, this is a priceless, precious gift given to people who put their trust in Jesus. Um, and it's always about bringing glory to God, not glory to ourselves or, you know, to our parenting, whether, you know, I think as parents, oftentimes we either, we take too much glory or we take too much guilt, you know, yeah. Um, that we take the glory for things that really were the Holy Spirit's work in our kids' lives, or we take on all this guilt for, you know, stuff that the Lord really wants to set us free from because it's just part of being human and fallen and it just reveals our need for His grace. Um so yes, I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm glad you really reminded because I think sometimes we do think of the Holy Spirit as like this superpower, mm-hmm. almost like a you know like you know you think of a cartoon or the Avengers or whatever. I mean, no, it's it's the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit in us, him, the the person of the Trinity in in us. So yeah. what a great reminder, Jeannie. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And and kind of speaking of that, um, I think we often think of the Holy Spirit as far off, which is exactly the opposite of what He is. Like He yeah. He indwells us. Um, but what challenged you the most in writing the study, or like what did what's something that you learned about the Holy Spirit that you didn't know already before writing this study? Oh my gosh, so much. Honestly, I was I was blown away. You know that emoji? It's like that mind-blown emoji. I felt like that's what was happening to me as I studied the Holy Spirit, as I studied what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. It's so beautiful. Just in John 14 through 16, 17, when Jesus is talking to the disciples and, and preparing them for His ascension mm-hmm. and for why He was going to send the Helper, you know, how He would be a comforter, a counselor, a strengthener, an intercessor, a champion. Um, And so uh, I think one of the things that blew my mind the most, I I, I actually just sat with my Bible going, how have I, I don't even know how many times I've read the Gospel of John, right? And how have I never, ever noticed nor heard teaching on what Jesus said in John 16 about the Holy Spirit to the disciples when he was Mm -hmm. preparing them for his ascension. And Jesus actually says to them, it is better for you that I go back to the Father Uh so that the Holy Spirit will come. And other translations read, it is to your advantage and it is for your good. It is to your advantage that I return to the Father so that the Holy Spirit will come. Right. And Jesus went on to say, if I don't go, He won't come. But if I do go, He will come. And Scripture tells us that the disciples were filled with sorrow because they didn't understand how anything could be better than having Jesus' physical presence next to them. Right? Like, this was not how they thought it was going to go down. Um, and I think that's how a lot of us, myself included, could respond to that. It's like, no, 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 Jesus, I want you. I don't want, quote unquote, just your spirit. Jesus, I want you. And what Jesus was, you know, s- probably smiling because he knew what they were about to discover was, but it is me, it's my spirit. And you're no longer going to be reliant on my physical presence. Now you're actually going to have my spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ, take up residence inside of you so that you are never alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it. Mm-hmm. So yes, his physical presence is brilliant. And I think we'd all say, I would give anything to have Jesus sitting next to me, right? right. <laughs> and yet he's like, but I but I live in you yeah, uh, by my spirit. And so that really just blew my mind. How did I miss that? That Jesus actually said, and so why is it then that so many Christians, so many mamas, myself included, until I began to discover this, are trying to do the Christian life without the power of mm-hmm. Christ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to raise Christ- ki- our kids in the Christian faith without relying on the power of Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a lot of us, it's because we just don't know. Yeah. Right? There, we're, There's not a lot of teaching on the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of uh, misunderstanding and misconceptions about the Holy Spirit. A lot of people are afraid of the Holy Spirit. And I understand that because there's been a lot of abuse or misuse in His name. Um, and so we have to get to know him for who he really is, for who Jesus said he is, who for who scripture reveals him um, so that we know that we can trust him, that we can welcome his work in our life, and that we can actually experience the supernatural power of God um, working through us in our parenting. Because 
we need him to do the work of motherhood. I mean, we absolutely, utterly, if motherhood has taught me anything, (laughs) it is that I need God to help me parent the children he has entrusted to me. Hmm. And the way he helps us is through the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And I'm sure even just as your boys have gotten older, you still even, it, it changes and it morphs a little bit the way that you parent but still relying on the Holy Spirit. And when, you know, like you said, you men- mentioned the, the son that's in college, when they're away from you, you still are praying for him. And the, the way that you are not, you're not with him physically either, mm-hmm. but we still can intercede for them on, through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the older they get, the more I <laughs> I realize how much I need the Holy Spirit to, oh, to guide me as I guide them, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we, we want to ask just kind of some practical questions about, you know, because you do have a lot of, of boys and thinking through, you know, how do you kind of juggle all that? Like, how do you find time in writing? How do you, you know, so how do you write the Bible study while you're parenting? How do you fit your own just spending time with the Lord, scripture reading and, and time with the Lord alone? How, do you, how did you do that when they were smaller and even just maybe some practices today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I remember when Finn was born and I had kind of gotten into a rhythm because the boys were off at school and then the little guy was born again. And I remember remembering, uh, I have to uh, readjust my expectations of what this is going to mm-hmm. look like, right? That it doesn't have to look a certain, it doesn't have to look like somebody else's looks like. It doesn't have to fit a certain protocol, right? The Lord just says, come to me. Um, and so some days, you know, it, a lot of days it looked differently, but I remember specifically one day I was trying to read my Bible and Finn was on the floor playing and he was distracting and I was getting frustrated and I was like, wait, this isn't how it's supposed to be, you know? Um, and so I took my Bible and I just sat on the floor with Finn. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Legos, Bible, I'm not going to be like deep studying, but my Bible's yeah. here. I can still read this passage. I can still invite the Lord's presence. Um, and Finn had actually some point, one point actually stepped onto my Bible. Mm-hmm. And I, I had my phone nearby and I grabbed it and I took a picture. I was like, he's standing on the word of God. Um, <laughs> but it was just this, it, I wanted that as a reminder for me that it's not going to look perfect, especially in those little years, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But just opening the word of God and inviting the Holy Spirit to illuminate scripture for you that you need that day. I mean, it's another beautiful benefit of the Holy Spirit that he, that he illuminates scripture that he inspired. Um, and so just inviting the Holy Spirit into that time, even if you have two minutes, 10 minutes, um, you know, show me what I need today or, or teach me. The Holy Spirit is a great Bible teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Teach me, mm-hmm. um, guide me in this passage as I, as I feed my spirit today. So it looks different in different seasons. And, you know, when it comes to right? I mean, so my boys now, for example, we use the Bible app in the morning and all four of them get into the car at the same time. And I do three different schools and it takes me a straight hour and 10 minutes. Um, But the first thing we do when we get in the car is I open the Bible app and I play it. Mm -hmm. And so for five minutes, you know, somebody reads a verse and then they unpack it and then there's a devotion afterwards. And that's how I get those those minutes with them in the car. And it's, you know, everybody gets something from it. Um, so that's been a really helpful thing to do. Um, you know, so there's there's different things that we, you know, right now it's been fun for me with Finn being five, we're reading the Jesus Storybook Bible again, yeah. right? Because uh, the older boys are now 14, 
um, you know, 12, 14, and 17. And listen, I think the mm -hmm. Jesus Storybook Bible is for anybody who's <laughs> yeah. 110. We do right? too. We do too. <laughs> right? I mean, you we're, never we're out, cool. you never outgrow that Bible ever. Yeah. Um, but I'm reading it again with Finn and I'm, I'm learning afresh some beautiful things, you know, mm -hmm. so I get, I get time with God that way, you know, like you can have your time with the Lord by reading by the Bible with your kids. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in terms of writing, finding windows, it, it, I, it, it, the honest answer is it is sacrifice. It meant less time, you know, doing some other things, but writing is what makes me feel the most alive. Writing is writing these books or Bible studies is, is the, you know, the, the call of, of the Lord on my life in this moment, in this season. And so to your point earlier, Elizabeth, you know, I don't think I've ever experienced this to be true in any area of my life more than writing, which is he he truly does equip where he has called. Mm. Um, and so he can, um, you know, there's days where I, he just ex increases your capacity or he, yeah. he, um, he works supernaturally and he, the words pour out when he wants those words said or written, um, they're going to come in, in a, in a life or in a heart that is surrendered to being a vessel of his word. So it is sacrifice, but it is also really fun to experience God's provision in ways that you know you couldn't do on your own, right? And that's yeah. in anything, any ministry or calling or way that we serve others to experience His provision. You just know that was the Lord. I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have done that on my own. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be helpful with them all back in school full time. And COVID was crazy because I was writing the Bible study mm -hmm. during uh, distance learning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all five boys were actually, because Andre hadn't left for Lipscomb yet. He was at community college. So all five boys plus my husband were schooling and working completely from home. Wow. Wow. While I was writing, never alone. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, you um, Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I was really having to live out what I was writing about because yes. it was like, Holy Spirit, oh, I need you so bad right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's no formula, but I think, you know, in anything that he calls us to do, to, to get to experience his provision mm. um, is really, really, really awesome. Yeah, and I think um, that kind of leads perfectly to our next question because um, you talked about the online schooling or distance schooling and all that, and we just have so many moms. This episode is going to come out right before Thanksgiving, and just thinking about people are just tired. I mean, everybody's yeah. tired, but especially moms. They've had to homeschool kids. They've had to like do all this different stuff. They've never been alone <laughs> for like the past year and a half um, yeah. for a moment. And so I'm just wondering in light of Mom Set Free, which we still hear about all the time, just how um, helpful it is to people and how encouraging it is parenting from a place of freedom and grace. So we wanted to see if you had any words of encouragement for these moms who are just tired. They're just worn out. Mm, I get that feeling. I totally <laughs> yeah. get that feeling. Um, and I'm so grateful that God has given us the Holy Spirit to strengthen us in our weakness so that our children get to see what is only possible in His power. Um, it's the Lord's desire to strengthen you and to uh, to strengthen your heart, right? Mm -hmm. um, to really encourage you and champion you. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. So I'd encourage any mama who feels just worn out and discouraged. Um, 
the Holy Spirit wants to champion you in the work of motherhood. Mm. That this is, this holy work of motherhood is not all on you. It is not all on your shoulders. Um, where you can't, He can. I have to say that to myself all the time. Where I can't, He can. Um, and He wants to help us persevere. He wants to produce God-glorifying fruit in our lives. Um, but He wants to champion us. He wants to, you know, if you can think of somebody in your life um, who who you just know is for you, take a minute and think about that. It could be a it could be one of your parents, it could be your spouse, it could be a lifelong friend, but just think of somebody who you just know is for you, right? Like right. they just they have your back and they want to cheer you on and they're gonna hold up your arms when you feel weak and and they they pray for you. And, and they call out the gifts that God's given you, and they want to help you um, fulfill the calling, the purpose on your life, right? There's somebody in your life that's like that. And if not, I want you to know you have that in the Holy Spirit, because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He wants to champion you in the holy work of motherhood. He wants you to know that while you are planting seeds in your children's hearts, He is the one who is going to produce that fruit. Um, that He is He has a specific role in your children's lives. It's not all on you. Uh, and God has given you the Holy Spirit to champion you. So as you plant those seeds and as you train and love and, and you give your kids the gospel, the Holy Spirit is partnering with you, making the gospel irresistible to your kids. He's the one who opens the eyes of our hearts to the love of Jesus. So I just want you to rest in that today. And I'm going to rest in that today because I'm I needed that reminder today um, that where we can't, He can. Um, and we are never alone in our pursuit to point our kids to the love of Jesus. Uh, we have the Holy Spirit. He is faithfully at work. Um, and we can really find so much refreshment in that truth. That's really beautiful, Jamie. And yeah. when you were talking about that and you said, you know, and Elizabeth asked you, you know, what encouragement do you have for moms? And I think about that when you look at what the Holy Spirit means, the Holy Spirit is our encourager. Mm -hmm. He's our helper. And so this Bible study, I, I know, is going to be in, in a big encouragement yeah. um, because we are talking about the helper. So that's really good. Okay, Jeannie, the question we always ask our guests, and we would love for you to um Give us your your answer is, what is the one thing that has marked you in your walk with Christ? Hmm. I probably probably already answered that. I wasn't thinking <laughs> about that, but it was that moment in 2013, 2014, uh, when uh, I really had an encounter with God. Uh, I was doing a Beth, Beth Moore Bible study, actually, um, when the kids were, you know, three kids under five, and just... Uh, God really opening my eyes to the depths of His grace, mm. that it really is wild and extravagant, and that it's just that it's very simple but very profound. Uh, what has marked me is coming to realize later in my Christian life that there is nothing I can do to make God love me more, and there is nothing I can do to make God love me less because of what Jesus Christ has done for me on the cross that I am covered in the righteousness and the beauty of His Son. 
um, and that I am his beloved daughter on my best days as a mom and on my worst days as a mom. And yet that grace doesn't leave us where it finds us. It's always doing its transformation in our hearts. So yeah, just a a revelation of his grace uh, really, really marked me profoundly. That's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing well, I can add to that. It's I know. Just, I was thinking the same thing. I was just it's like, such wow, a, a beautiful picture of the gospel. Like just mm-hmm. that is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Janie, we are super excited about your Bible study and it's mm-hmm. coming out just in a couple of weeks. And so listeners, we want you, and this would be a great Christmas present for a mom. So yes. you can order that and get that and have it in their hands for the new year and just to be able to start off with that. So thank you so much for being faithful to write for us. And we mm-hmm. love having you as one of our LifeWay authors. Authors. Oh, and so listeners, thank you. thank you again for joining us. And Jeannie, we hope we'll have you back again. Thanks, yes. Y'all. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to join you. All right. We want you to be back next week, listeners. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find LifeWay Women on all social media channels at LifeWay Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifeWayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time.